This is Economy Watch. What you need to know about New Zealand's economic life today. Brought to you by interest.co.nz. Kia ora and welcome to Thursday's Economy Watch where we follow the economic events and trends that affect Aotearoa. I'm David Chaston and this is the international edition from interest.co.nz and today we leave with news that data's a bit shaky and the way forward less clear as uncertainties rise. American mortgage application levels fell less than expected last week but that still takes them to their lowest level since 1998. This trade survey shows the benchmark 30-year fixed mortgage interest rate rose to 7.16% plus points there. They are higher since 2001. So it's no surprise that new home sales fell 11% from year-ago levels. It is small comfort that this fall was less than expected. The prior month's rise was clearly an outlier and the downward trend remains. Building consent levels stabilised, however, even if at a low level. And rising imports and soft export levels took their merchandise trade deficit to $99.6 billion. And while that may not be great for them, their import engine sustains the core global international trade. Their overall deficit will run about 3% of GDP this year. Also not great, their wholesale and retail inventory builders in current dollars remains up at 25% and 22% year on year. These are largely unchanged levels, but problematic all the same. Inflation and supply chain issues are part of it, but clearly it can't continue at this level and we are seeing signs of a pullback reaction in regional factory surveys now. And the US Treasury auctioned another $45 billion of five-year bonds today and as usual this was well supported. In fact the resulting 4.19% yield was lower than the 4.23% at the prior equivalent event a month ago, which is an unusual levelling out for them. But to be fair, it has run up quite quickly so far in all of 2022. And the Bank of Canada raised the target for its overnight rate by 50 basis points to 3.75%, which was less than the 75 basis points expected. Still, it was the sixth consecutive rate hike there, pushing borrowing costs there to their highest level since 2008. They also signalled that their policy rate will need to rise further to weigh against inflation, but they're near the end of that process, they said. However, their preferred measure of core inflation is not showing any meaningful easing yet. Overall, Canadian inflation is running at 6.9% and growth is expected to slow to 3.25% this year and less than 1% in 2023. In China, parts of the city of Wuhan is under in lockdown again as Omicron cases start to spread there. And Singapore's industrial production stalled again in September in an unexpected pullback because of a modest rise was expected after a set of recent months that were weak. In the UK, their recent political and financial turmoil has brought a very sharp rise in the yield demanded by investors for their government debt. The UK seven-year bond tender today yielded 3.76%. Two months ago when the same bond was offered, it yielded 1.96%. Bad policy has real cost and they are expecting to have to issue huge amounts of new debt as a consequence. The Australian CPI inflation rate climbed more than expected to 7.3% in the third quarter from 6.1% in the second quarter, and above market forecasts of 6.9%. This was their highest level since the second quarter of 1990, boosted by higher prices for petrol, new construction and food. Prices for food rose the most since the fourth quarter of 1983, up 9%. The RBA looks like it has called this completely wrong, even if they now do see Aussie inflation peaking at 7.75%. The 
The US Treasury 10-year yield starts today down 7 basis points at 4.02%. And the price of gold will open today at $1,667 an ounce. This is up $13 from this time yesterday. And oil prices start today $3 firmer than this time yesterday at just under $88 a barrel in the US, while international Brent price is just over $94 a barrel. But the natural gas price continues to fall as it becomes clearer that Europe will have more than enough supplies for this winter. And Germany is on target to avoid using any Russian gas. And the Kiwi dollar will open today at 58.3 US cents and up almost a full one cent from this time yesterday. Against the Australian dollar, we're marginally softer at 89.8 Australian cents. Against the euro, we're a little firmer at 57.9 euro cents. That all means our trade weight index starts today at 68.2 and 40 basis points firmer than this time yesterday. And the Bitcoin price is now $20,773 and another strong 3.9% rise from this time yesterday. Volatility over the past 24 hours has been high, just on plus or minus 3.2%. You can find links to the articles mentioned today in our show notes. Get more news affecting the economy in New Zealand from interest.co.nz. Kia ora, I'm David Chaston, and we'll do this again tomorrow. Mm-hmm.